Rusty Quill presents. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, I am one of your DMs, J. I am the other of your DMs, B. I am neither of your DMs, Sam. (laughs) Except you kind of are. I guess so, today, yeah. Yeah, today actually B and I are neither of your DMs because we get to play a game. With each other. (laughs) With each other. Uh, This is very, very exciting for us. Sam has made the coolest game, which she's going to tell you all about, but um, you're going to find out very quickly why it's the perfect fit for our world, and we're freaking stoked on this collab. I'm super, super excited. Uh, I, when I heard about your podcast, Planet Arcana, I uh, just immediately knew that I had to listen to it because of, like, I mean... Having the gods be the t- major arcana is just so sick. <laughs> and yeah, I uh, in in listening to it, it definitely seemed like this game fits really well. So I'm really excited to see how it goes. Hell yeah. Oh, Big it's going to go so well. <laughs> I'm so ready to know myself. <laughs> is there anything else you want to add, B? Um, No. Wait, let me think. Yes, actually, I do want to add that, like, there's, like, a spooky extra layer of awesomeness here because independently, uh, both of us sort of came up with this idea to collaborate, like, without telling each other um, and then hooked up and realized that we're both thinking of doing this, all thinking of doing this. Um, So it is predestined. It really Mm -hmm. is. Yeah, for sure. Jay, can you cut all that stuff where I wasn't sure what I wanted to say? (laughs) Absolutely not a stain. This is some off-hours vibes, and I'm really excited. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to describe the game for people who don't know? Absolutely. So uh, the game is called Anamnesis, and it is a – it's typically a single-player game, but we've modified the rules today so that both J and B will be playing two different characters – Uh, So I'm really excited to see how that goes. Um, It's going to be so much fun. Um, So basically, (laughs) the game is about waking up with memory loss. As you pull from a deck of tarot cards and you write on different prompts, you gradually learn more about your past and you also kind of figure out who your present self is and who you want to be. So that's kind of the the brief summary of it. Uh, We can go into a little bit more details about how it's actually played as we go. Um, but yeah, it's kind of all about self-discovery and reflection on your past. Um, it's got a very kind of mysterious sort of vibe to it. Uh, and I'm really proud of it. I think it's a cool game. It It is is a cool game. (laughs) (laughs) 
fucking did. My favorite part about it is that it just feels very, very intimate. Thanks. Yeah, I it's it's definitely intended to be. That's one of the reasons why it's often played solo, because I think you just you can kind of reflect on it in however way you want to. Some people put a lot of themselves into this game when they play it. So mm. it's uh, it can really be used for that as well. Oh, so cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Well, should we dive in? I want to dive. <laughs> in the wake of those big historical events, those great victories, those calamities, waves and ripples cascade across time, touching and changing everything. Relationships, politics, power, institutions, systems, all informed and dreamed up from the past. And compounding the impact of a historic moment are the details, the small events that manifest monumental change over time. As we focus on the large-scale impact, we sometimes lose scope of the humanity surrounding the event. We can guess at the mindsets of the big players, those in power, but what about the rest of us? What about the people who have no stake, no power, people with no choices? 4,000 years ago, a calamity known as the Big Oops fell upon planet Arcana. Soon after occurred what is known as the indescribable loss, when the digital network shut down for a total of 22 minutes. In that time, all stored data was lost, and Android suffered a full memory wipe. How did that affect the everyday Android? So the first thing that both of you will want to do is draw your shadow. So basically, this is a card from the Major Arcana deck that is going to represent largely who you were in your past. When you answer prompts, they don't have to all fit into that card um, because people are multi-layered and so you might not always answer in a way that has to do with your shadow, but it's kind of a general sense of who you used to be. I drew the moon. (laughs) (laughs) That is such a good card for this. Sweet. That's great. Um, I drew the Hierophant. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, fun. (laughs) Awesome. So the shadow card actually goes face up next to you and will remain there for almost the rest of the game, kind of as a reminder of your past. So for me, with the moon, I know that there's an element of secrecy, illusion, things not what they seem, which, I mean, having woken up with amnesia is pretty on the nose. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting that this represents, like, my previous life, because if I feel like I'm, you know, in the dark now, then who was I before? As the Hierophant, I am a representation of authority, guidance, tradition, and perhaps even uh, like an aspect of being like a gatekeeper, someone who prevents coming in and going out, safeguards a like ideology or something like that. So watch out. (laughs) (laughs) There's an interesting synergy between these two cards too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, this is very good. (laughs) (laughs) I think we are ready to go into act one. Anamnesis has five acts. The first four acts are each represented by a different suit. Um, And then the fifth act is a little different, but we'll get to that at the end. During each act, there are three prompts that you answer um, that kind of 
explore who you are and who you were. So usually, um, if you're playing this with one person, you draw three cards and you flip them over one by one and answer the different prompts yourself. But because we have two players today, we are going to still only do three prompts, but each character will answer the prompt in their own way. So act one is the pentacles deck or the pentacles suit. You wake up in an unfamiliar place, seemingly within a town or city. You cannot remember who you are or why you are here. All you know for certain is that you are not in your home. So who would like to draw the first card? You do it, B. Okay. I picked four of pentacles, the page of pentacles, and the seven of pentacles, and the four and page are reversed. Awesome. Okay. For the sake of the prompts, it doesn't matter if they're reversed or not. It would be cool to have a version of this game, though, where you have, like, the upright and the reverse prompt. That's a thought for later. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, well, I'll go ahead and read the first one. Um, The four of pentacles is, when you look over your body, you notice a tattoo on your skin. (sighs) What is this tattoo? Where is it located? Now, I understand that you guys might be playing androids, so maybe this is... Some sort of android tattoo? Ooh. After you read a prompt, you draw a card from the major arcana in order to answer the questions in the prompt. Oh. So in this case, it's what is this tattoo? Where is it located? So your major arcana card will kind of guide your answering those questions. Uh, they might be about the tattoo itself. They might be about how your character feels about the tattoo. It's up to you to interpret it. So. That's where we diverge here is um, for both of you guys, you'll each pick a separate major arcana card for the same prompt here. Okay. I love that. All right. (laughs) All right, Jay, hit it. Okay. Ooh. That sounded good. Okay. Okay. So I drew justice. Oh. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. Yep. I think that I look down and I am an android that wears clothes. Just to be clear. Cool. All right. <laughs> and I have like a slightly open blouse type thing. And as I look down, I notice that across my android sternum is a set of scales Ooh. directly in the center. <laughs> that rules. <laughs> That's so good. I love that. Okay. I also am wearing clothes. I have just now decided. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about that later. But <laughs> but I, too, am an android. And as I, like, look down and sort of take inventory, uh, the first thing I look at is my hands. And poking out from the sleeves, I can see something. So I pull the sleeves down, and on each side, each of my wrists is printed a tattoo of a star, <gasps> which is the card that I drew. Oh, wow. so good. <laughs> Love that. The second prompt is the Page of Pentacles, which is, despite your memory loss, someone's face sticks clearly in your mind. Who is this person? Which feelings does their face evoke? (laughs) Okay, so as I look down at my wrists and see these like two stars on either side, it reminds me of something. It reminds me of... A person sitting between two pillars, one black, one white, wearing a cloak and holding a book. And I can't see what the book says, but she seems to also be kind of a keeper of something. Um, Mm. I've drawn the high priestess. (laughs) In my discombobulated state, I look down and I see my tattoo 
right in the center of my sternum. And as I look over and see that there is someone with me also finding a tattoo on themselves and little stars, I realize that I have a very deep connection with the person with me. And there's something familiar about their face or maybe, oh my God, <gasps> maybe someone who looked just like them. And it's hard to say, but I did draw the star. And so as I look at you, I, I don't know. There's something about you that I know runs deep. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Juicy already. So the seven of pentacles is, there is a word on the tip of your tongue. Which word is this? Oh my God. What a great fucking problem. Thank you. I love it. Okay. So the word that I have on the tip of my tongue, as I sort of like take in these stars, a face kind of appears in my mind. And the word that manifests on the tip of my tongue when all this happens at once is, Boss. Oh, what a voice. (laughs) All of it. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. And the card that I've drawn is the Emperor. Oh, Mm -hmm. wow. Emperor, high priestess. Man, all right. Jam-packed with royalty. Yeah, apparently. I think maybe we say our our words at the same time. Mine's not the same, but I feel like maybe there's a connection or maybe I'm totally misjudging this. But as the word comes to my wires... (laughs) (laughs) sorry i say it out loud and i say she who i drew the high priestess (laughs) (laughs) Mm, interesting so maybe this person has this person who um be your character has in their mind like maybe Maybe they have something to do with this. Who knows? That's interesting. (laughs) Wild. We'll figure that out. (laughs) Because these particular prompts didn't go much into the immediate surroundings that you guys are in, if you would like, you are welcome to uh, draw a card to figure out what that looks like. Or um, you can just kind of decide for yourselves where you think you you wake up. Would you be down to draw the card? Sure, yeah. Fuck yeah, I love that. Oh, I got the hanged man. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. My favorite. <laughs> oh, that's so good. All right. I mean, my first thought is the magna cords. I mean, that's my first thought too, for sure. Is it like in the blink, do you think? Yes. Oh. Okay. Oh, oh did we just blink together? Oh, shit. So we just, like, we just, like, blinked and ended up in the same location on top of having lost our memories. I'm fucking oh, in love wow. with that. I oh, love that's that. extremely good. So basically, like, all this has happened. I wake up. I, the first thing that I notice is the tattoos, which, like, brings to mind this face. And because of it, I say this word. Boss. She. And I look around me and my surroundings are completely foreign and unexpected to me. Massive old growth trees with a canopy like almost blotting out the sun. And it's eerily silent. And I look across from me and there's another, well, another being. It's an android and they're clothed. And that's all I know. (laughs) (laughs) I think I blinked, but something's not right. I, um, well, frankly, uh, I'm not even positive who you are. I'm not even positive who I am. You don't recognize me? I can't say I do. Can you tell me a bit about what I see? I feel like, I don't know why, but I'm just very drawn to this. I I think I'm a cloud android. And 
I think I'm like sort of a warm gray, very smooth exterior with the head that kind of looks like a bean. Like it's a flat face that like curves backwards, almost like I'm wearing a hat, but it's all part of my frame. And I am wearing a pretty loose fitting blouse uh, that kind of billows in the little bit of a breeze that's passing through the brush and I'm wearing like I want to say culottes but I I don't know if that's the right word but kind of almost like pirate like off hours pirate (laughs) garb yeah nice like kind of a a dirty white blouse for some reason and like brownish tightly belted and very loose pants and high like knee-high boots um and my blouse is open just enough so that you can see like the the middle piece of the scales of my tattoo Well, really, it certainly seems like you're a little bit far from the water for a pirate, no? Um, yeah. I'm sorry, I have to ask, you don't, you don't recognise me at all? Well, I'm afraid I don't. Why? Do you recognise me? I don't know. Well, I don't know either, really. Although I... I must say, I do love your culottes. What do do I see? I think that I am a Gears android that's like on the shorter side so maybe like five foot two or something like that and it's like a clear frame you know those old apple computers how you could see the guts Mm. yes Mm -hmm. yep (laughs) it's that so like you can see all of the gears like clicking away complexly inside me and though like the shell has like indents for eyes and a nose and a mouth nothing actually moves on my face it just kind of like lights up a little bit from the inside and you can hear this like tinny voice um (laughs) emanating and I'm wearing uh, a very ornate suit with like oh, with like gold detailing, and I have I think going back to the first major arcana that I drew, I have like a set of keys on a chain on like a circle. You know what I mean? There's like some oh keys. yeah yeah mm. and, yeah. It's like attached to my pocket. Nice. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, frankly, uh, I'm a little worried. Yeah. I'm not sure about you, but I literally can't remember anything. I remember something, and... What was it? I think my eyes very slowly narrow at you. Well, look, I'll tell you, if you tell me. What do you know? I looked down at these tattoos here, and it reminded me of this woman in a cloak, sitting between two pillars, holding a book, and I think perhaps she was my boss, though I'm not sure. Yeah. No, I... I think she was. How did you know? I don't know. Well, why would you say that? Uh, I think the blink scrambled my wires. I think it might have done that to my gears also. Have you ever been here before? No. But I suppose we should try to get out? I suppose we should. So the next act typically takes place in, like, a community, like a town or a city. So I know we're in the blink right now. Do we want to talk about how you guys navigate out of the blink and where you might find yourself next? It's a little tricky to get out of the blinks and it sort of might like place us somewhere itself. You know what I mean? Mm, Yeah, Mm -hmm. that makes sense. The closest city to the actual blink brush is way away. Ooh. At the furthest north part of the Thorough I love the sounds of that. Yeah, me too. The two of you are trying to get out of the blink and you're trying to find, you know, people, right? You're trying to find a, a safe haven. You'll eventually find yourself in way away. Do we want to draw a card to see how that journey goes? Oh, yeah. Mm. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's Justice. Oh, whoa. Okay. Getting a lot of repeats here. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Seriously. I feel a strong connection to you and I don't think you feel that with me. And so when we start trying to blink, I feel like maybe both of us are trying to take control, but I, I like insist and I don't know how we end up in way away, but I think there's maybe like a bit of a struggle between the two of us of like trying to figure out who's leading. Stop trying to pull the blinks, will you? I know what I'm doing, I think. I Well, I know where I'm going, I think. Do you really? No. <laughs> well, that convinced me, didn't it? <laughs> Sorry, I just trust me. Oh, but look, there's a town over there. Is that what you meant to do? Yes, that is exactly what I meant to do, and it was completely intentional. Was it really? No. <laughs> well, no, I'm done, I suppose. <laughs> Act two is associated with the swords suit. After getting your bearings, you walk around town. You know this town. You know it well, but you cannot remember it. Who would like to draw for act two? I'll do it. Okay, so I have drawn the five of swords, the six of swords, oh, and the four of swords. Whoa, okay. The first one was the Five of Swords. Someone on the street recognizes you. How do they react when they see you? Oh Oh my god. Okay, so as we walk into town, I think somebody stops on the street and kind of looks at me and like things seem generally in a bit of a ruckus there's like confused looking androids all over the place and humans sort of comforting them it's a small community so like things seem under control but as we walk in one person looks up whips their pip out and looks down at their pip and looks back up at me their face kind of goes kind of a mixture between fear and disgust and they're just like that's the one that fired my dad. I pick death. Oh boy! All right, beginnings wow. and ends. And so that's that's my interpretation as I ended someone's career. And so they're recognizing me as the person who did that. Oh wow! Whoa! Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's getting spicy. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh God. I'm terrified. (laughs) Are they talking to me? Because I'm pretty sure I'm the one who ended their father's career. Did you really? Yeah. Well, they say it was me. No, it was me. How do you know? I drew the death card too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Oh, wow! (laughs) So yeah, maybe they're just like, that's the pair that got (gasps) my dad fired. (laughs) I I think they might be pointing to both of us. Yeah, maybe. God, what did I do? I mean, certainly they deserved it, really. That has to be true. I mean, otherwise we, I, we, we wouldn't have done it. I mean, if you're sure that you were involved, I must say I feel a little guilty that I can't recognise you. You seem to know me. Yeah, strange. I'm afraid you have us mistaken for someone else, my good friend. (laughs) You're totally off base, buddy. I've never fired anyone in my life, really. Yeah, so this human looks your way and narrows his eyes at you. Um, And I think he goes to walk towards you two, kind of storming your way. But there's just so much commotion happening around. I think a couple of kind of dazed androids 
kind of stumble over by him, you know, start asking him questions about, like, you know, how do they get home, right? Uh, and I think you guys are able to kind of worm away uh, before he's able to really confront you. Oh, we better get the jeep out of here, really. Yeah, let's wrangle our way out. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> the Six of Swords. People are looking at you and whispering. What are they saying? <laughs> okay. I can't believe we drew the same card for me. <laughs> that was wild. And, and, and in the last act, I drew the same card as you, but like right after you. Oh, God. For each oh, one. gosh, you did. <laughs> Spooky. <Yeah>. Spooky. <laughs> so I think that people are whispering. They're half looking at the two of us and half looking at the person who just started advancing on us, who called us out for for getting his dad fired. And although there seems to be a huge kerfuffle of like androids not seeming to know where they are, and I'm I'm intrigued by that, but also I think that I think that we were onto something with that with that guy. Like he definitely knows us and people know that he knows us and that we know him. Oh. I drew the hierophant. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh um, wow. Holy shit. Okay, so people have definitely like they know the essence of who we are in this town and as they start to piece this together, we're kind of like hurrying through these crowds and trying to like get to a quiet place and as we do, I can hear people being like those two bring destruction wherever they go. No regard for other people. Bringers of calamity. Blah, 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 blah. Like all of these murmurs and mutterings. And we get a sense of like, we were a destructive pair because, and perhaps me in particular, I drew the tower. I knew it. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, you are you guys are some sort of duo, huh? <laughs> oh, boy. Fucked over way away so hard. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, oh my it's god. Interesting too that like like you know, if if people seem to both know you and also know that like this guy knows who you are, right? Like I wonder if this this whole thing about this guy's dad, if that was very public somehow, right? Like I wonder what his role was. Um, whether it was more of like, you know, more of like a celebrity figure or more of like a town public figure, right? Like some because somehow this was this was a larger event and I guess we'll see. That's very interesting. Oh god, oh I'm god. scared. <laughs> what did we do? <laughs> oh god. What did we do? Everybody knows us. Yeah, everybody knows us. Or you. I can't really tell. I don't hate it, really. Yeah, I think I do. Really? Yeah. You seem to be quite a measured person, yeah. What is that supposed to mean? Well, you just seem to have a, you know, a good balance of, of a good temperament, you know? I mean, I'm around here just feeling pretty content with myself that I seem to be famous, really, but you sort of seem to be to be a more measured person. You just have a real sense of what's right and what's wrong, it seems. I am realizing in this moment that you know entirely too much about me. Do I? Really? <laughs> you seem way too comfortable with what's going on. I do feel rather comfortable, yes. I wonder what it means. I think you're enjoying it. I am rather, really. Are you not? No, I feel very uncomfortable and everybody is watching us. Well, I'm sorry to hear it, really, but we're in this together. <sighs> yep. 
We have the Four of Swords, which is an abandoned building stirs up memories. What used to be here? Why did it matter? Ooh. Oh, okay. So, you know, we're, we're kind of wandering around. Like, I'm feeling pretty, like, elated at getting all of this attention and recognition, even though I know that, like, probably a little bit in danger and should hide. And my footsteps just kind of, like, in the same way that my companion sort of, like, knew how to go through the blink, I know how to go through way away. And we go up a hillside, up, 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 and it has this marvelous view of the lake. But it's not in great condition. Like, one half of it has just kind of been, like, burned. Um, But the other half is still, like, in pretty good condition. And I realize as I see it that, like, I've definitely spent time here. In fact, this is where I come to, like get away from the demands of my daily life, to to get away from people, to be a hermit. It's interesting that you have that memory, because for me, all I remember was people using this place as a meeting grounds to typically perform in some shady business, whether it's dealing illicit substances, maybe just like getting far away enough from the town that people aren't going to see them and just getting into some trouble. And it was never, never innocent trouble. It was always something sort of sinister that people would come up here to do. And when I see it, it elicits a, a negative reaction in me because I know that people have lost parts of themselves here, coming here and like giving themselves up to things that eventually hurt them. But Whatever they whatever they tried to do to stop coming to this place, they couldn't stop. Maybe that's why they burnt it down. I drew the devil. Ooh. Oh, I literally just got chills. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god. Do you like share any of that with me, like your memory of the place? Yeah. I think if you tell me that it's like a, a happy memory for you, I would share that it's not for me. Oh, now that you say that, I seem to recall gatherings. It, from my perspective, it was always about introspection and withdrawal rather than, well, you're describing it as very dark, but from my memory, it was about separating ourselves from, well, maybe the unworthy, really. Yeah, I think that's exactly how I remember it, especially it being introspective and withdrawal, but I think we're talking about two, two different things. Well, it doesn't sound like you liked coming up here, but I most certainly did, really. I find myself oddly comforted that part of it is burnt down. I find myself wondering whether we could plant a little vineyard. The light here is just dying for some wine grapes, can't you tell? God, we're not going to plant a vineyard. First of all, I don't even know your name. A name? Right, that's right. I have no memories. Isn't that odd? Yeah, and I don't think I know my name either. Well, we can't very well go on just not calling each other anything, can we? I guess not. All right, should we should we help each other out with this? Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Well, why not? It's a wonderful opportunity to reinvent ourselves, really. Yeah, I guess so. I just when I imagine myself reinventing myself, it's not with someone else. Well, I'll tell you what. Let me run something by you because I do quite like this. Well, this rather balanced, stable presence that you're contributing here. I feel like, uh, look, I just think that you're you're a really nice influence over me. And I, you know, I think we're striking up a rather nice uh, symmetry. So maybe I call you Symmetro or Sim. What do you think? It's, um, it's not bad, I guess. 
By the way, what are your pronouns? Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, Not quite sure myself, but I do rather like the sound of she. I, I think I want anything but that. He, they, then? Yeah. Well, all right. And, uh, as for you, I mean, don't take this the wrong way, but I do kind of feel like you... I mean, this is going to sound rude no matter how I say it, so I'm just going to come out and say it. I feel like you're someone who's had things handed to... I certainly hope so. I... I yeah. But I mean, like, like birthright stuff. Ooh. I... Okay, I did... I thought... I feel like that would be an insult to me, and I feel like you're enjoying this, so I, I'm glad that that's going in that direction. But <laughs> how do you feel about patrimonia? Oh. My God. What's the opposite of hate? Because I don't hate it. In fact, I feel the opposite of that. I think I love it. Can you say it again for me? Patrimonia. Ooh. Yes, I'm quite amenable, really. I don't hate mine either, if I'm being honest. Symmetro, sim, 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 simony, sim, sim, saru. Oh, great. That's too much. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're working on it. Sim and patrimonia. What a pair. (laughs) Sim, are we friends now? We just did name each other. Uh, Yeah, I... I'm nervous that we are friends. Why's that? Because obviously people know us here. I think we I think we've done something. I think you're right. I think it might have something to do with this building here, really. Oh god. I'm so excited to find out. Uh... Act three is associated with the cups suit. You manage to find your home. The facade is unfamiliar. You fish the key out of your pocket and open the door. Oh my god, the keys that I have on me. (gasps) Whoa! (laughs) That's so good! A lot of the prompts in here are kind of, a, you know, some of them are about like belongings and things, right? So if you think that this burn place might have been where you lived, um, then we could work with that. I mean, could it be like a little low townhouse type thing or something like that? Like maybe some... Uh, really decrepit places to live. Yeah, it could definitely be. Maybe one of ours is the burnt one and one of ours isn't. I think mine's definitely the burnt one. Okay, okay. <laughs> I love that. Okay. If you're willing to have the burnt one and I get the non-burnt one, that's great. <laughs> it feels right. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Good. All right. Well, you're right. I think we do know each other quite well in theory, really. And if if we do know each other well, then I'm getting the sense that this one's mine and that's where you lived. So sorry about it. I think Sim just watches Patrimonio walk off towards an unburnt house and turns their head back towards the burnt one and just like stares for a very long time. (laughs) (laughs) I think Patrimonia turns back to them and she's just like, thanks for the name, by the way. Don't call me Pat. (laughs) 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 And goes inside. (laughs) (laughs) Who would like to draw for the deck of cups? That should be B. I am looking at the ace the four and the nine ace cups four and nine awesome all right we've drawn a four in every act oh shit you're right whoa Whoa. oh that's cool all right yeah you guys kind of split off right patrimonia heads over to one of the still upright unburnt townhouses while sim after after he stares for a while uh begins 
unceremoniously <laughs> kind of trudging <laughs> off towards one of the uh, burnt houses. Can we say that the door falls off when they try to open it? <laughs> yes, I like go to open it and it just slowly falls into the house. <laughs> Great. Good. So the two of you are in different places, but we're going to be answering the same prompts here. So the Ace of Cups is, you stroll around your home, a place you do not remember. Which emotions bubble to the surface? I walk in after staring at it for a long time, and I think the thing that I was waiting for was to feel something. To feel like despair that this is, I realized that this is the place where I lived or at least spent some time and just kept waiting for that to mean something and it didn't. And then as I walk up to the door and the door falls in and I look around and see almost nothing left, instead, I feel a great sense of relief. I feel like I can finally get that new start that I've that I realize now that I've needed. I drew the fool. Ooh. Mm, kind of this like from the ashes sort of thing, you know? Meanwhile, my place, I I go in and I think she's expecting to feel very much in control in this place. And when she goes in, maybe for the very first time since they arrived in Way Away, she feels like this was a place that, like we said earlier, was a place of like introspection and reflection and, you know, sort of separating yourself from, you know, the rigors of daily life. But also there's this feeling of incompleteness, of suspense. Mm -hmm. And there's also like a similar vibe that she felt when she first woke up in the blinks. Like there's a connection between the blink and the reason that she would come here. But it's not clear what that connection is. But I've drawn the hanged man. Oh, Wow. So good. <laughs> so yeah, I'm a little at uh, at unrest. Like like I had a like I had a job that wasn't finished or something. And Ooh. yeah, she's not feeling great. She's like, no, no, there was something here, really. But hmm. it's kind of like the opposite, also of mine. Yeah, yeah, it kind of is. Holy shit! I love this too because it's like your characters are flipping too, right? Yeah, Patrimonia was very confident going into this and is now like something's <laughs> no. weird here, and then Sim is suddenly like, you know, this things are okay. <laughs> Sim sitting in the burning room, going, "This is fine." <laughs> <laughs> yes. The Four of Cups. A book on your shelf catches your eye. Which book is this? Oh my god. God, these are great props. Thank you. So good. (laughs) I walk over to the opposite corner of this little townhouse or whatever these dwellings are um, from which I came in. And I do that because I notice that in all of the ash all around this place, there's something colorful left in the corner on top of the rubble. And as I get closer, I start to realize that it's because it's a brightly colored book that was like covered in plastic. This thing would never burn down. And as I get closer and closer, I'm starting to realize what it is. And then I pick it up and I open it and it's photos, but it's photos of me and Patrimonia. (gasps) We look young, younger than we are now. And we look full of hope, not in an innocent way, kind of in like a, almost like in a mischievous way. And I'm starting to remember as I'm looking at this that like 
this was right before we were about to do something. I remember that feeling that we had it all planned out. And I don't know exactly what that was yet, but I know now for sure that we have done something and there's something that connects us together. And I'm trying to think of where this photo is. I think it's maybe us at the very edge of town, right from where you come in from the blink brush. Because I've drawn the hanged man. God. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Going into my place and experiencing this kind of like sense of being in limbo and not liking it. I think I, I, I want to take inventory and, and find something that's familiar to me. It makes me feel like I'm back in control. So looking to my bookshelves... There's sort of like a lot of political literature, um, some survivalist literature, uh, even stuff like, you know, recognizing local plants and flowers. And then there's there's like a lockbox. And I know that there's something juicy in there. So I, I try each key on my little key ring and finally <laughs> open it up. And it's a dossier. <gasps> and I know that it's locked up because it's secret. That part is clear to me. And I pull it open and open it up. And on the first page, it says, Reclaiming the Blinks, subtitle, The Destabilization of the Magna Quartz. Oh. I drew the tower. <laughs> oh, my God. What? <laughs> so I feel like, and I don't know why I feel like this, but I feel like our things were reversed. Like, I feel like you should have found the photo book and I should have found the dossier. Why's that? I don't know. It just, it just seems like as someone who like has his life in, in secrecy, you think that I would have the locked box in my place and that would be the thing that survives the fire. But instead oh. I have a photo book and like, you're the one who's like feeling very comfortable, very confident. And like, of course you would have a photo photo book of the two of us maybe as this happens something kind of dawns to patrimonia and she sort of like in a haze walks out into the front stoop and looks towards your building maybe you come out at the same time mm -hmm. and she's like I, I think that's actually my place and this might be yours really yeah maybe well i think you're right i i think we do know each other from before i I know that we do. And I hold up a photo of us at the edge of town looking hopeful. Oh my God, look at my clothes. Honestly, that's embarrassing. I think we were a lot younger. What were we doing here, you reckon? Yeah, well, <laughs> I suppose you might want to have a take a look at this. And I hand them the dossier. I think that something clicks, but I don't know what it is. Patrimonia, do you mind if I look around your place? I don't see why not. You're uh, welcome to have a seat wherever you can find an unburnt chair in mine. Well, maybe I'll just look in from outside. <laughs> the Nine of Cups is you stumble upon a collection. What did you collect? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm definitely going inside the burnt out place then. Yeah, and I'm yeah. going inside the nice place. Oh, so... As I'm walking through like the burnt out husk of this place, I think I sort of continue down the road away from confidence into this like feelingsville. I'm feeling a bit lost and in suspense after going into that one, you know, unburnt out place. And as I walk through the hollowed out rubble that is Sim's supposed place, I just kind of get overwhelmed and the further in I go the more I'm kind of like choking back tears and recollecting something extremely important and by the time I exit 
I think I know for sure that Sim and I loved each other very much. I drew the lovers. And I know this because I find this collection of different acorns and seeds and pine cones and we've kind of like laid them out into this frame and over time of going into the blink brush we've created this like organized collection of like memories from each one of our entries and you can see them labeled and the more I look through them I don't like regain the memories but I regain the feelings of going out there with them over and over again and like learning about each other and becoming so close and by the time I leave this burnt out townhouse I'm like choking up with the knowledge of how much I loved them. What if the reason why you guys are like, is this my house or is this your house? Because you guys were at each other's places so much that it's like both places were your home. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, well, wait for what I've got here. No! Obviously, I collected pine cones. I collected acorns. And I'm realizing now the reason that when I first saw Patrimonia, I knew that I knew her. It wasn't a sense of familiarity. I'm realizing now it was a sense of guilt. Because as I walk upstairs into this place, I go into sort of an untouched office and head over to a desk. And on the desk, there is a set of scales. And in each side of the scales, there is one acorn in each. I used to have a little ritual of like picking up different kinds of acorns in the blink brush and and doing that with people that were special to me. And I remember a stupid, stupid feeling that I would have that once Patrimonia and I started getting very close, she always kept all the fucking acorns, all the fucking (laughs) pine cones and all of that shit. She always kept it over at her house. And it just, I'm just filled with the sense of, God, why? She was so possessive of that kind of stuff and why couldn't we just share everything and also why did it bother me so much why did it get under my skin i know that i care about her but i feel like i'm realizing now that there's was i looking for a way out was i looking for any little thing that bothered me about her to just leave i don't know but i feel like as i look down and see this fucking tattoo of the scales on my sternum that my sense of justice feel like at one point I thought it was strong and now it doesn't mean anything because all it fills me with is just guilt that I have done something wrong here oh my god I of course drew justice of course (laughs) (laughs) oh god (laughs) we're learning a lot this act (laughs) yeah I, think, I feel oh. real life guilty. <laughs> I, I think just to make this worse, I think Patrimonia comes outside with like a few of the vials of the most beautiful specimens and like f- comes and finds you and hands it to you and is just like, I think we collected these together, really. I, I feel good if you had one on you. I think, I think these were quite important to us or me, at least. If they were, why did we keep them in the place that burned down? Well, I'm... I'm sure we thought they were safe there, originally, don't you? I don't know. Will you take one, please? We'll, b- we'll both hold one. I don't think it's a good idea. She looks, like, really hurt, but she, she like, puts them away in the, like, under her, you know, double-breasted jacket kind of thing. Look, I don't want to... Look, I'm sorry, I just think that we should... There's stuff that we have to figure out, and this is this is secondary. We can figure this out later. I think she, like, gulps, and she's like, sure, yeah, and absolutely. No problem. No problem. No problem, really. 
Act four is associated with the fourth and final suit, the wands, um, or I think sometimes they're also called the rods. You have learned much about yourself. Take some time to reflect. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Who would like to draw three cards from the wands suit? Let's find out what the fuck I did. <laughs> okay, the ten of wands, the nine of wands, and the last card is the six. We didn't get a four this time. Oh, I guess not. The ten of wands is actually one of my favorites. Um, the prompt is... You realize you are crying. Why? Oh, no. Oh, fuck. How dare you? (laughs) Oh, my God. You're not going to fucking believe what I just pulled. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, you go first, then. (laughs) I think what's happening here is that my eyes, the LEDs behind my eyes are flickering a lot, and I'm having a really hard time staying focused, and I know it's that I'm very emotional and something comes into the picture here very suddenly and before where I was realizing that when I saw Patrimonia it was because I was filled with guilt and it wasn't just because I I saw her face it was when she said the first word after we we blinked together she said the word boss and memories start flooding back and I remember now I remember her boss because she got a job that I wanted. And I'm, I'm having a hard time finding the specifics of that. Like, I don't know if it was an illegal job or if it was something on the level. Something tells me that it wasn't, though. And maybe, maybe I justified it in my stupid, justice-ridden mind that she wasn't ready for a job like that. And so I went to her boss and I made him give it to me instead and made him promise not to tell her that I was going to do it. I pulled the emperor. Oh my god. (laughs) Even more, even more reason for those feelings of guilt, it seems, right? (laughs) And also, did I, did I, was the guy that we saw when we first came here, was he involved? Because I seem to have lost him a job, or at least his family a job. Was I just a fucking... (laughs) Was I like a boss wrangler? Like, was I just going around and making sure that no one had cool jobs or that I was like making sure that I had all the all the good money jobs? What the fuck? Job thief. Job around. I knew I recognized those culottes from somewhere. It's the job wrangler. They're, they're designer culottes that I bought with my... I think I'm crying because I'm also kind of thinking back to like what our purpose was here and the dossier and how I was just a very studied person in manipulation and in making people do what I want them to do. And I was so confident that, you know, I really felt like I was going to be the one to be chosen to act as the supplanter and destabilize the Magna Quartz and sort of take over as, you know, de facto ruler of this area. As part of that, we were supposed to get rid of, you know, the current person who looks after the temple in the blink brush. And I recall being called in to my boss's office in the city, which is, you know, normally we would stay out here. We'd be working on the area about then, you know, getting the lay of the land so that we can like do our guerrilla tactics here. And when I got called in, Sim was there already. And 
we sort of passed each other on the way outside of my boss's office and they wouldn't meet my eye. And when I went in, I found out who had been chosen, Mm. what he'd done. And I was heartbroken. Everything I thought I knew about myself, my own abilities, my powers, my future, absolutely crumpled. And what's worse is that the person that I, I think had fallen in love with over time didn't care about my dreams. And if he doesn't care about my dreams, then why should I stick around for them? And I think I went home and I burnt my house to the ground. Oh, wow. Because there's no escaping this life that I've made for myself, right? Like I'm bound to my boss. I'm bound to this person. I'm bound to all of of the skills and values that I developed in this career. I drew the devil. (gasps) Oh, Oh, God. I I don't think that there's, like, any physical signs of Patrimonia crying. She just kind of, like, as Sim declines this, what I now sort of recognize as this symbolic gesture towards him, and he refuses, just the truth of what he did comes back to me in that there was no escape, and I tried to burn it all, and I still am trapped, and I sink to my knees. Mm -hmm. Sim. What? Is what I'm feeling and thinking real? Did you really... Did you really... (laughs) Never mind. What? What are you talking about? Sim, did you take everything from me? Of course not. Why would I do that? I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe... Maybe I'm just confused, yeah? I mean, I I didn't even know who I was hours ago, really. I can't possibly be trusted. Anyway, so silly. Patrimonia, listen. I've always wanted the best for you. I don't believe you. Me neither. The second prompt of Act 4 is... The Nine of Wands. You feel as though something is missing. What do you suspect is causing this feeling? As Patrimonia falls to her knees and I try to convince both of us that everything is okay, I look at her and I feel so much for her. I I love her so much. And I have for a long time. But we're so different. And... When I think about all of the things that I've done and all the things that I want to do, I I really don't believe that she's ready. And maybe it's not that. Maybe just I don't think that she would go along with the things that I want to do. And I love her, but I, I know that I have to do what's right for me. And I realize that the thing that's been missing is I never saw a future with us. And I've always been happy in the present, but I just, I can't see us ending up together. We were only together in the now. So the thing that was missing for me was our future. And the card that I pulled was the magician. (gasps) Oh, wow. The talk about like being in the present, right? And not looking at the future and and all the, you know, and now you're trying to remember your past, right? It's like, oh. (laughs) Oh, God. I think with the things that I've just come to realize and the dynamic of the relationship that we had and what I lost, which was essentially like 
you know, the the kingdom that I was promised, you know, that I'd been grooming myself to freaking take over. I was going to be put in this position of like, you know, political influence by my boss and it was taken over. And I don't have the specifics of what that looked like. I don't remember my boss's name or like how we destabilized the region or at what point I came to this place. But I do remember so clearly when I came home and I burnt my house to the ground. And I realized that there is something missing now that never was missing before. And perhaps I would never have again. And that is willpower, determination, control. It's gone. I drew the chariot. Oh, wow. Oh, God. Sim. Yeah. I suddenly feel as though, remember how you were saying, so confident, so certain when we came to town, yeah? Yeah. I'm afraid that's gone now. And I hate to be rude, really, but I think you took it. I never wanted to take anything from you. I just, I, I just didn't want to take your future and lead you on i mean this is it's not meant to be i think i point over at the townhouse and i say i think i received that message i think i got it loud and clear sim what do i do now i don't know i think i think i i have to leave because i i think that this is all supposed everywhere we've gone since we got back people are people are whispering about me and pointing at me I think I've done terrible things here and this is your this is your city we did them together Sim I know that much at least we did them together and you didn't you didn't say a word against it until all of a sudden (laughs) you (laughs) you're just leaving yeah but I I didn't say anything because I you wouldn't be ready to hear it. You were never ready. You always you always thought that everything was a good idea. You always you never questioned anything that we got. You just wanted to go, go, go. That's because I felt like I had things under control. That I was going to be a leader, really. And and you well, I suppose you'd better just leave then. Fine. But if I can give you one piece of advice before I go, nobody ever has anything under control, ever. And if you wait to feel that, if you're expecting that in your life, you're going to be so disappointed. Well, if you can't play pretend that you've at least got your feelings under control and you've at least got the ability to be honest with the people you love, then you're never <laughs> going to get control over anything, Sim. I don't want control over anything, Pat. I don't I don't want to control you anymore. Well, good. Good. I love it, frankly. <laughs> Yeah, me too. This is the best thing that could have happened to both of us. Agreed. Hit me with that fucking last car. (laughs) (laughs) The Six of Wands. Needing a distraction. You seek out some art. What type of art? Why are you drawn to it? I just kind of huff off and I storm around to the other side of the townhouses where we lived and I leave Patrimonia in front and this in front of the steps leading up to the front door I go around back and I find our little garden that we had made together there's a few flowers and there's even a couple vegetables right on the line where our two houses were we planted two little acorns a long time ago And uh, they had started sprouting before, I remember. Um, 
but they're dead now. They're just uh, them and the flowers and all the vegetables are just a mess of mulch and ash and it smells terrible. But I sit in front of it and just kind of look at it and I look at what we made and how quickly it, it went away forever. I think of all of the things that we made and just sort of the cycle of things and the cycle of life, just birth and then seeing things come to their natural close. And even though this fire to this townhouse wasn't a natural close for it, it does feel like a nice point to to end the chapter and to start anew. And I think all this as I look at the, the graveyard of the garden that we made together because I drew the death card. So as this is happening, I'm I'm back in my like hollowed out rubble house and I exchanged harsh words with Sim with the full expectation that that would be the last time I saw them. And as I go inside, panic seizes my heart. Like, don't, don't let this, don't let that be the end if it has to end. Don't, like, this is your chance. He's gonna disappear over the horizon and you don't even know who you are. You'll never be able to find them again. And so you, I frantically sort of run back outside and I see Sim looking over our garden and I'm seized with this like moment of powerful, melancholic nostalgia as I recognize it for what it is and just when he seems to be kind of wrapping up and standing up I come up behind them and I go Sim I know you have to leave and I know I think now that it's right but the time we spent together is never gonna go away really and I don't want to think about this dead garden every time I think of you and maybe we could, maybe we could plant something together before we say goodbye. And I fish out a couple of the like seeds and acorn vials and I pass one to them. And I just sort of kneel down on the earth and start scooping dirt out. And I'm just like, I'll take care of them when you leave. And you can always be sure that I'm here tending to the memory of all the good times that we had together even though we don't have the memories anymore. I drew the Empress. <gasps> I think as you kneel down and start to dig, Sim grabs your hand and just holds it for a long time, squeezes it, and looks at you. I think that she, like, definitely feels like a massive amount of relief at that. I... I wish it didn't have to end. I don't. I don't wish that. Because... Everything that begins has to end. And so if there's no ending, then it means that there was no beginning for us. And I'd rather have a beginning end and end with you than nothing at all. Yeah, but I just... I don't want to be someone who comes into your life just to change its course and mess it up. I don't have a future. I have a blank slate. And maybe I can avoid the mistakes of my past going forward. And I suppose I should thank you. Really. Don't, don't. I suppose don't I should. No, don't, don't. And that's why we, we'll have these trees. And maybe someday you can come and find them and you know I'll be nearby. I... No. Patrimonia, you should plant these with someone. But trees take a long time to grow. <laughs> and I would rather you see them become beautiful and watch the progress with someone who's going to be with you for a long time. Well, don't. maybe... Maybe there will be someone who'll be with me for a long time, but... There will 
happy, but don't like, associate this with me. Look, Sim, if you don't want to plant the tree with me, then that's fine, really. I want to. I just don't want you to... I don't want you to hold on to this and hold on to me, because I have to go. Look around us, Sim. Obviously, something bad has happened to the entire world. I want something I can control and remember, and I want it to be this. And I don't want it to be this dead garden, and I don't want it to be you walking away, really. So let's remember this instead. Okay. All right. And we plant the seed. There is one act left. This one is different than the rest. Act five. Your past may shape your experiences, your thoughts, your desires, but it does not define you. You are in control of your own path. The road ahead may be built from the stones that you've gathered, but these fragments of your past do not dictate where it leads. It is time to move forward, and I would like both of you to return your shadow to the Major Arcana deck. And... The prompt for Act 5 is choose one of the major arcana to represent (gasps) your present self. Who are you? What do you do next? So are we drawing randomly or actually choosing this time? You're choosing this time. My shadow card was the moon uh, draped in secrecy and shadows. And through self-discovery, I found that I was really attached to the idea of justice and maybe my attachment to like secrecy and things not being what they seem. I, th- I think that maybe there was like just this element of I wanted justice, but I didn't want to collaborate with anybody on it. I wanted things to be fair, but I wanted it to be fair in my mind and the way that I wanted it to be fair. And I think that I ruined I ruined what I had with Patrimonia because I, I get a sense that maybe I was more mature than her, like in age. I think that she had a bright future and I really just tried too hard to make sure that she was going to have the future that I saw for her because I knew better because I have years on her. And I think just that misguided justice was the the darkest part of my life. And so after planting the tree with Patrimonia and having, I don't know what kind of goodbye, like whether it was long or short or I don't know, but I know that I'm starting to rebuild myself with the idea of temperance because temperance is about moderation and compromise and it still has that element of fairness and people people getting what they need but but it's what they need and not what I think that is best for them and same goes for me I think I had a vision of what my life was supposed to be and instead I'm finding that through compromise and and moderation and (laughs) harmony I can let myself find what my life is going to be instead of setting it all up for myself and being disappointed when it doesn't go exactly the way I want it to. I think that Sim packs a light bag but leaves almost everything in that nicer and unburnt dwelling for Patrimonia to stay. Sim leaves way away and I don't think ever finds a place in another city. Over the next year, Sim starts to notice that his body and his frame, he was right. He's, he must have been older than Patrimonia because his frame is just very quickly <sighs> aging and becoming wrecked. After the big oops and after the indescribable loss, there are a lot of androids who feel a great injustice has been done upon them. And they're right. Of course they're right. I mean, something so, so important was taken from all of us. 
But Sim doesn't really care about the past because everything that happened with Patrimonia in that burned down dwelling between them and in the garden, that was the start of his life now. I think that Sim watches as fledgling groups of androids start up trying to get justice and are never successful. And although Sim feels a much stronger pull to temperance, they were always connected in a way to the moon and keeping in the shadows and not being overt in their actions. But he just couldn't keep away from the action. And I think what happened with Sim is that he became a vigilante. Wherever it seemed like maybe the androids could get an edge on the people that they were trying to get justice on, maybe he would help. Or maybe he would see that the androids were trying to get justice in, in the wrong places and maybe try to push back against that. But I think that I think that Sim never really lost that sense of justice and wanted to be a part of it, even though he never wanted to be known or seen doing it. But I think he carried out the last few years that he had trying to help people find justice, but doing so in the shadows. Starting out as the Hierophant, I was somebody who was very into towing the line within a specific institution or structure, and I wanted to be the best at that. I had big plans to be a leader who who forces my beliefs on others and, you know, exerts power and control and maybe, you know, keeps a gate swinging open and closed, controlling what comes in and what comes out. But there is no control. There's no control. That's what that's what Patrimonia has learned in her brief life, because essentially there is no beginning for her. She's never going to get all of her memories back. And she's never going to be with the one that she wants and be able to control that. And so she makes peace with watching the beginnings and endings of others. That becomes her cycle. She plants the garden in the spring. She nurtures the seed, which grows from a sapling to a tree, to the only massive old growth that sprouts up in the middle of way away. And each winter she watches what she planted die with some sadness, but also with acceptance. Because next spring, she goes out with her seeds and she plants again. Beginnings and ends, death and rebirth, on and on and on, until one day she's out there and... Her gears finally give out for good, and the townspeople who have grown used to seeing Patrimonia create this gorgeous and increasingly elaborate garden over the years, she became this this comfortable, familiar sight in Wayaway. Especially during this time of, of massive loss, there was Patrimonia assuring the town that beginnings will always begin and endings will always end and she becomes quite devoted to the Death Arcana. Sorrow. <laughs> Sorrow. It's so cool. <laughs> oh, wow. That was... That, that's great. I... Man, both... That was a journey. <laughs> oh my god. That was really oh a journey. God. That was the unfathomable horror of being known. <laughs> wow. Wow. That was uh that was anamnesis. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> that game, this game rules. Thank this you. game 
<laughs> fucking rules. Holy shit. Oh, I I have never I never even thought about playing it this way. Like whenever whenever anyone's like, oh, can you play this two people? I was like, yeah, you know, you can like take turns answering prompts, right? Like develop a character together. But I never thought about doing it with two different characters. And so when you guys came up with this idea, I was like, that sounds like it rules. Let's try it. Wow. It really worked out. <laughs> Oh my god. And you know what I found was that every time we would pull a major arcana, I would feel like, wow, I can't believe I pulled the perfect major arcana for this prompt. But then every every pull felt like that. And I think it was just that the prompts were so good that no matter what no matter what major arcana I pulled, I'd be able to find the story in there. And so every single one felt so perfect. Big time. I loved that. I freaking loved how free mm-hmm. it leaves you to like get wild, but also like how much structure and guidance there is. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, it's tough to achieve both of those things. But like I felt fully like at the mercy of fate, and also like <laughs> also like completely free to like fuck with this world as I saw fit, which is like a, a really messed up balance to strike. And I, did it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was really beautiful that like. We don't know what they did. And like who yeah. knows what who, yeah, who knows who what the freaking right. Magna Quartz destabilization was gonna be. <laughs> but like it wasn't even about that and it was so beautiful. I-, I was thinking about that as you guys were playing and I was like, it there really are like there there are these holes, but that feels okay because this is a game about about memory, Amnesia. right? And so like those yeah. holes might never be filled for your characters and they might never be filled for us as players. I love that. But I think like the answers that you guys did have right the 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 answers that you that you came up with and the um the holes that you did find the memories for right were just stunning I mean it really <laughs> like you guys told such a cool story with this I'm so excited by it it was that was like oh wow that got tragic <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> as soon as we switched houses it I went know from, like, that antics. was the point that was a brilliant move you're just like now we're in the wrong house I was like all right <laughs> <laughs> first of all just uh, I mean on the record thank you so fucking much for DMing or like not DMing but running a game for us it is a tr- it is a real treat to get to play <laughs> it is yeah. a freaking pledge I, I, hey, I get it. I was like an eternal DM for a while. So <laughs> I'm, I'm so with you. you know. Yeah. <laughs> no. So you're like, what if I make a game that you can play by yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Literally like half my games are solo games. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Maybe I need to examine that. Um, <laughs> uh, this was great. Thank you so much for having me on here. You guys were fantastic. And like, it's such a delight to share this with people. And you guys told such a cool story from it. And I, I just thank you so much. Oh, thank you for the guidance, oh game creator. <laughs> Listeners, please go and buy Anamnesis and check out the Kickstarter because it's for the physical print, right? Yeah, yeah. So the game is, the PDF of the game is already complete and it's up available, um, but the Kickstarter is to actually get a physical copy in people's hands. So Hopeful, but fingers crossed that it goes well. I think it will. Get on it. And follow Sam at Goblin Mixtape on Twitter, (laughs) on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I do um, indie game reviews, uh, more like hype videos than reviews (laughs) on on TikTok. So you can find me there. I've seen them. They are fun. Thank you. Uh, Anywhere else that we should plug for, for people to follow you? 
Um, I think the only other one is that uh, if you want to, if you don't care about my Twitter, you don't care about my TikTok, uh, but you do care <laughs> about, about my games, you can find them at blinkingbirchgames.itch.io. Yes. Yep. And those links will be in the show notes and in the tweet about the show. And uh, we'll make it we'll make it real easy for you to find it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and so ends our journey of self-discovery. Love you, Sim. Love you, Pat. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Perfectly disrespectful ending. I love it. <laughs>